Like so, what kind of stuff? You she name does? it. She's got like three or four different ones. Okay. Um, one of hers that she does is is all about movies and stuff like that. So okay. she had uh, my wife and I mm -hmm. as guests once because mm. neither one of us like Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> so, but you got so, a lot of bad comments on that. Yeah. So we uh, we actually we watched the movie and then made made comments afterwards. You did? <laughs> yeah. Did you just get like nothing but hate? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. It's just not my kind of movie. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Now. Um, and we're going to talk about photography, and, 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 yeah. and I'm not really into, you know, Sony body, mirrorless, uh, 85 millimeter. I don't really care about right. gear. It's more like it doesn't concepts. Really it doesn't really matter. No, not really. More about process. The thing that, the thing that got me um, in, interested in your photography was, I know a little bit about your background. I know that you, you work with lighting all the time, but, but it's not like photography lighting it's in a way it is maybe a video it is but it isn't yeah I mean right? yeah I, my photography is more about it's more therapy <laughs> is it yeah I mean it, it all kind of I've always liked I've always had an, an SLR or a DSLR yes since I was in college wasn't it before that or no? Did you, no, you didn't I, fiddle with stuff like that? When I, I did when I was younger but who, who shot those pictures of you and was it you and I, I might be mixing up with somebody else. Didn't somebody shoot pictures of you and like Albert? Or yeah, me, there's, there's, well, Mike and I, Mike and I were in a band. Yeah. <laughs> I was a singer of all things. Yeah. And uh, Stacy Flanders. God. Do you remember her? Jog, yeah. Yeah. She was like wow. a yearbook. She was a, her and I shared a locker actually okay. for years, for like mm -hmm. three years at Kennedy. Um, and she was a photographer. So she took all those. Oh. Um, some of the best pictures I think ever taken of me, she took. Right. But I, when I was 16, yeah. I asked my parents for a camera for Christmas, and it was a, a Pentax K1000. Ooh. You know, it's basically a box with a lens on it yeah. and a shutter button. That's yeah. all, all it is. Right. So, it's like a learn photography. Yeah. Cost around 100, 120 bucks mm -hmm. back in the day. Well, they thought they'd get me something else mm -hmm. for Christmas. It was also a camera, but it was a, it was, I think it was a Pentax as well, but it was mm -hmm. a miniature. SLR okay. that took 110 film. Okay, I remember Total that. novelty. Yep. You know, just a cute Couldn't little... Couldn't get that developed today unless you put it in the darkroom yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I got this and, you know, they're all excited for me to open it on Christmas morning and I open it and I was like, oh, thanks. You know? <laughs> what, and why, why that reaction? And literally like kind of set it aside just because it was like it was a 110. I wanted a real <laughs> SLR. <laughs> right. So I ended up kind of picking it up in college. That camera, you know, yeah. bored one day, living in Oregon, yeah. started messing with it and realized you could do long exposures. And I was like, oh, this is which fun. you do a lot of that. So. Yeah, which yeah. I do a lot now. And I, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as far as photography, I kind of got back into it like about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, mm -hmm. about the time I couldn't ride the bike anymore. Interesting. So I started walking and, oh, that's interesting. you know, I started dragging the camera out and oh. you know, I'm walking early in the morning, you know, seeing the sunrise or walking after work and seeing the sunset. And it was like, you know, always during, right. during golden hour, pretty much. And uh, that kind of like, okay. And then I kind of made the plans like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to post a photo a day. Okay. Of course, 
after 365, actually I think I did like almost 400 photos last year. Yeah. And about a hundred of them are complete garbage. <laughs> well, but it's not <laughs> but supposed it's like, to be. It's like, it's Thursday, I need to post something. <laughs> Don't you think it's a good thing to have that, It's uh, 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 you know, a deadline? Yeah, it forces you to, uh, so this year I haven't. And so I subsequently haven't been taking as many, mm -hmm. many photos. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I kind of got back into doing the long exposure just to smooth things out. Okay. You know, try to keep the focal point on whatever the focal point is in the frame. Mm -hmm. So if I go shoot a pier, right. um, it's kind of cool to get the waves and stuff like that and you get the drama. Silky smooth. Yeah. yeah. But then if I smooth it out, then yeah. all of a sudden the focal point becomes the pier or a bridge or... And the geometry I'm, comes more into play. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that becomes the dramatic feature in the, mm -hmm. in the image as opposed to... Do colors to, change when you do a longer exposure or do they stay the same? Well, I have a cheap... I have a cheap <laughs> uh, <laughs> ND filter, so they, uh -huh. they come out a little green. <laughs> it, do they? So do you compensate? Do I you, compensate for it. In your process, do you yeah. use Lightroom or Photoshop? I or? use Lightroom. Okay. So I'll skew it a little bit to uh, mm -hmm. add a little bit of magenta back into it. And, right, uh, right. And I usually play with the, when you start, one thing I found, talk about colors, and when you do long exposures, if you do have like a colorful sky where you've got your oranges and yellows and, and your blues and purples all in the same, mm -hmm. you get this funny green banding between some of them. Maybe banding. it's just... that's horrible. Maybe it's, it's not banding, it's just kind of like you get these colors that... It's like, I don't remember seeing that color. Hmm. And so I mess with the white balance until those go away. Okay. Um, okay. How much time do you take? If you go and you're walking and you take a shot, because I've been to process, you know, and, and I was envisioning, oh, Eric's out there on his bike and he's riding around Newport. He's riding here, he's riding there. He's, <laughs> I'm like, he's got some hipster bag and he's whipping it out. And, well, you know, it's a thousand dollar tripod. He's sticking it, you know, so you're saying you're walking. I didn't, I was totally it, well, it's, it's funny because I did buy. Um, before I started physical therapy and realized I needed to get off the bike, I actually bought um, a front pouch or a front pouch and a back pouch on the bike where okay. I could actually fit lenses in the front That's and a camera cool. body in the back. Wow. Um, so I took some stuff around Long Beach, but that was about the point when I realized I couldn't really ride anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I usually try to, if I'm going out early, I'll try to get up around five right. in the morning. Okay. Um, and go somewhere that's about a half hour away. Mm -hmm. And depending on what time of year, I usually check uh, so online sunrise. to see when the oh. sunrise is, when civil twilight is. Um, mm -hmm. I always like to, if I'm shooting a structure, you know, a lot of times, like I went, I went to Malibu two months ago, I think, mm -hmm. and I show up, it's, it's about half hour, 40 minutes before sunrise and the pier lights are on. Yep. I was like, oh, this is gorgeous. And it was one of those clear days. So you, I really wanted to catch it before sunrise. You still saw some stars in the sky. And get the tripod set up, get the camera on there. Get, I had the, uh, I had my little remote you do trigger. You that gives you a longer duration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Nikon only shoots 30 seconds. So, mm -hmm. you know, in this case, I think I needed like two minutes mm -hmm. uh, with the ND filter on it press the shutter as soon as I, literally, as I press the shutter, the lights on the pier go out. They're on a, they're on a timer. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the next hour, any of the shots I got were just boring. I had to like wait till the sun came oh, up. And <laughs> but that's, and that's another thing about your photography that really I admire, because I'm a, uh, I bring lights everywhere I go, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so available light guys, I mean, I just trip out on your patience. 
because you guys go, it's all the plan, you know, because I'm a very spontaneous yeah. person. I started this podcast maybe a month ago, just uh -huh. call up some of my friends, can you do this? And Which I love. I'm kind of in intimidated by your other guests. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? You're like, wow, Ken knows, all of our Ken knows some pretty cool people. <laughs> no, they're just friends. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, and so, and, but you guys, you have that patience, you know, you have that meticulous, you know, which I admire. Cause I, it's kind of, I mean, I am, I think by nature, I am a kind of a patient person, but it's, it's kind of like alone time. That's why I refer to it as therapy. Mm -hmm. so there's a certain, <laughs> what, tranquility or ice? Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, and you're out there, you know, I'll, I'll go to the beach or the mountains or somewhere, and it's usually kind of peaceful. Usually there's a few people around. Right. Um, people exercising. People exercising. There's other photographers. Nowadays, you see a lot of other photographers you do? out. Yeah. Yeah. You guys kind of look at each other. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at each other's lenses. Yeah. Get out of my way. Don't be in my shot, all right? <laughs> now, the first, the first time I went out and I kind of planned it, I was going out to Seal Beach Pier and shot the super moon. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to get this great shot of the moon over the, over the water. And the thing about the Seal Beach Pier is it moves. Yes. And I didn't realize that. So I'm oh. on, I'm on the, uh, the pier and I'm like, there's all these other photographers around, and I'm the only one on the pier. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they know something I don't. And I get back, and the moon's all. <laughs> Everything's kind of like moved. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. So, but if you go to uh, Belmont Shore, the Veterans mm -hmm. Pier there, it doesn't move. That's solid. So, yeah. Okay. So that's where I prefer to take my moon over Long Beach. <laughs> and how so. do you know where you're going to go? Is this a serendipitous thing, or do you sort of... Most of the times, I will, I will kind of plan it ahead, like the night before. Mm -hmm. I was like about to go to bed, and it's like, okay, I've got time tomorrow to go out and do something. You know, where can I, where can I go and still have time to get back? Um, every now and then, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do one where I've, I'm going to be away for a while. You know, I'll go for like a, a long hike or, or right. something. Obviously, Malibu, you have to... It's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that was a day where I knew I could get up at, it was like 4.30 or 5 right. in the morning, it was early. Right. Um, sometimes I'll get up and I'm like, hey, I can go somewhere and I'll just, those are usually I'll run to Seal Beach or Huntington Beach or, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. somewhere close or Long mm -hmm. Beach, go around Shoreline Village. But most of the time I usually do kind of plan it out ahead. Okay. And then plus, you know, I travel a lot for my, I have a, a side business where I do video production. Oh, okay, I didn't know so, that. So, yeah. Oh. So, like next week I'm going to Sacramento again. Oh, you're I've, right, because I do I've, remember seeing some yeah. things on your feed where you I've were... got a whole, mm -hmm. I've got a client that I do a whole lot of work for in Sacramento. So okay. Is cool. there some good spots up there to... Yeah, well, uh -huh. I kind of, kind of stay around downtown and Old Town, mm -hmm. just because it's just kind of picturesque. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and there's always something different. You go down to Old Town and, uh, you know, they have train exhibits and they've got that mm -hmm. iconic... Twin Tower Bridge. That's kind of right. kind of fun. Right. I haven't done a long exposure. I haven't been there in the morning. It's always mm. been, but I didn't last, know that. Last two times I went, it was raining actually. Oh, and I actually shot in the rain, so you get some dramatic. Does your gear plots. is it weaterproof? No. Okay. So, did you, did you put, <laughs> so it's put plastic on or put the hat on. Put the hat on. Okay. Or it's like I wait for it to stop raining. What's yeah, frustrating I, to I, me about rain is I I'm not I'm not a, a shooter like you, but. I just love the way light looks in the rain. Oh, I know. I should, my, one of my favorite shots that I've ever taken was, um, it was raining, I was at work, 
and I was like done. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon and there was like nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So I just, and I had my camera with me. So I went right. down to Shoreline Village yep. and by the time I got to Shoreline Village, it was pouring. pouring and I was like, oh, I can't go out. So I sat there for a little bit and then all of a sudden it stopped. I went, I could run out. And for some reason, I, I think some of the boats had cleared out of the slips. They had like uh-huh. taken them away or something. So right. it was this, down at like that little rainbow harbor, there's always these, there's tons of boats. Well, there were, there was this huge empty spot. Yeah. So I set up there with a, I had my wide angle lens and I shot mm-hmm. the lighthouse with all the palm trees going off to the, mm-hmm. off to the right. And I shot like a stacked image of, I think a dozen 30 second Ooh. exposures. But each, and the reason I couldn't put a, a filter on it and do longer ones mm. was because I kept having to wipe the lens off in between. <laughs> so I had the camera locked down really good and I'm wiping the lens off. I still had to align it because every time I wiped it, it moved a little bit. But wow. it's like my favorite shot because, because I mean. Because of the quality of light? The quality of light and the clouds were, it was a storm. So the clouds are moving fast and it was windy. Oh, that's cool. So the, we get these like, cool. it, got, it got so streaky that it was just like this almost like nice even gray and it made everything else made the lighthouse and everything kind of pop in front of Whoa, it that's cool. i was like that's cool. and it just created this mood that is like kind of otherworldly and i didn't really process much in lightroom with mm-hmm. i just kind of it's kind of almost out of camera that way yeah i just kind of bounced everything a little bit and uh-huh. then just threw it into photoshop and mm-hmm. stacked it and wow and, and that, that was fun yeah, yeah. And, and so you got more than just quality of light there i mean you had the with the wind moving this clouds around that was yeah also yeah advantageous, yeah in fact at one point i mean the sun even came out in one of the wow. shots so you got this so it kind of lit everything up and then it went back away and, and you got some of that too that was all kind of incorporated in that wow. whole smear of wow what was you could have never done that when you and i were at kennedy like you could could you you couldn't do a shot like that back no then, well no I, yeah i wouldn't so know how to right. you'd have to stack all these negatives on some film holder right through a big yeah you know, that's one thing I never learned. I never ha- learned how to do oh, like darkroom, right. darkroom stuff, right. which I really would have would have liked to. But yeah, yeah, I think it would have gotten expensive. It does, <laughs> and it's a, it's such a um, ar- it's, it's such an arduous not arduous, but it's it's intimidating because it's a whole other skill set. Yeah, you know, print just even printing. Like I, I um, I had some success shooting a while ago, and so I. Decide. Well, you know, I don't really know how to do this. I better go learn how to do this. So I started taking classes. And so I started doing, you know, film and and just printing, even printing on digital printers. You know, it's a it's a it's an art. I mean, yeah. that that alone is a whole thing. You know, and uh, you could spend your whole life just doing that, just printing. Yeah. You know. Well, the thing that's cool about that is you're working with your hands. Right. You're going through a lot of the same thought process but you're doing it you know manually which yes, is which is fun but it's also frustrating because I, I remember I um, I took a class and I was shooting at um, Torrey Pines have you ever been out there yeah okay and I shot a picture of a succulent and there's this wonderful professor at Cypress College named Rob and I think he used to work for um, An- Ansel Adams you know so oh he's wow amazing at printing oh my gosh amazing at printing and so Here's the thing you learn when you get you get behind these thousand dollar, multi thousand dollar printers, is that it does not look like it does on a screen. When it's not glowing behind it, it's not. The screen gives you a lot of leeway. These phones, and right? Our yeah. Laptops, our Retina screens, whatever you have, and so when you print it, you look at it, it's just oh my god, it's so flat, it's horrible. And Rob, 
made little adjustments with levels and little, nothing magical. And, I, and as a matter of fact, I saved every one of them that he did. I went right. in Photoshop and it's Rob level one, Rob level three, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, the thing just popped and it was gorgeous and the colors were saturated, but not like in a phony way. And, and that's when I realized, oh, you know, wow, I mean, printing, even in a digital realm, yeah. that's a whole art form. Yeah, well, they, they say that, you know, you're supposed to print all your photos. It's true. And because because I, this stuff, these cards, they don't, Right. they're not really reliable. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and then also, I mean, also to kind of help develop your your eye. Okay. Um, because if you, when, when you print it out, it obviously looks, it looks different. Right. And less, yeah. Less, less I, good. I, I, yeah, and I don't <laughs> print out too many of my, because I get really disappointed. You do? <laughs> <laughs> and when I first started doing it, I think one of the first trips I did, I, I went to uh, Point Vicente and took pictures of the lighthouse there. And, mm -hmm. Beautiful. I mean, they had all these blooms, these um, lazy, uh, not lazy, uh, black-eyed Susans, oh, yeah. all over the place, yeah. and it was just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really know a whole lot about Lightroom at that point. I knew mm. enough to kind of like fix an image if I needed to. Right. So I kept it pretty much you know, like it, like it, like I saw it. And mm -hmm. uh, when I got the the prints back, I was just kind of like. <laughs> you know, my wife. My wife pushed me to. Oh, she goes. Oh, I love that one. I, I, that one and that one. I want yeah. these in our room, right? Yeah. So we printed them out. Yeah. And so now I look at those every day, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> just don't. I just don't care for Believe it. Believe me, there's a trickery you can do to make that stuff pop. Yeah. You know. But I mean, it helped me. I was like, okay, what can I do to? Mm -hmm. And then I kind of developed a bit of a style after that, where. Mm -hmm. um, how did that? Pro how did that process? It's work? it's kind of. <laughs> what started? I would go. I went on. Uh, went on the internet to just check out Lightroom presets. Okay. Okay. Who's doing presets that I like? Okay. And so, a very popular cinema, you know, in cinematography these days, is where you take all your yellows and you skew them to orange, and you take your blues and you skew them to cyan. So like the and orange and teals. It's the orange and teal yeah. look. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, I like that. Right. So I started messing. With, so I downloaded a preset that did that and. As I was doing that, I just started like stripping out some of the stuff that I didn't like yep. to the point where there was, Customizing hard, it. <laughs> there was like hardly anything left. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do presets anymore. Mm -hmm. So I said, I, I know I don't like the purples in the skies. Okay. I'm going to skew them just a little bit. And I know, you know, I want to do lens corrections. And I know I want right. to, uh, you know, for landscapes, I want to have the sh be able to see what's in the shadows. I also want to see what's in the sky. So I'll bring the highlights down. So you're creating so the whole I, criteria. I, so I created this whole just starting point. Yes. And so I have what I call landscape starting point one, two, and three. I like that. Uh, with different extremes. Um, oh. I also got kind of tired, especially when I printed things out of seeing too much color. It yes. just looks kind, kind of, of phony, kind of phony, kind mm -hmm. of kitschy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I actually bring the saturation. So down. you're not going to be rich, obviously, selling your prints. <laughs> no. It seems like the people that <laughs> no. make a lot of money at that. <laughs> you know, they have no problem with that. <laughs> you know, I don't buy a whole lot of stock photography, but I, I was doing a video. I yeah. just finished it last night, actually, uh -huh. and um, I need some stock images of uh, the memorials at the Las Vegas shooting. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So going on the stock sites, and it's like. How are they, you know people are like buying all these photos because they need them for editorial stuff, and stuff? Yeah, right. Crap! <laughs> They're really bad. <laughs> it's like okay, I know this is a professional photographer with a professional camera, 
they had to have gotten their composition right and maybe sold it to Getty. <laughs> and so the cheaper ones that I can afford, they're, they're right. sloughing off all these other ones. I don't know. Because they're, really they're, they're, you, know, you look at these photos and there's always, and I'm not talking about how they process it and stuff like that. I'm talking about how they compose the shot. You okay. Know, you have, like there was one that you see the Vegas sign, you see all the flowers and you okay. see a billboard that says Vegas Strong. Okay. Well, it'd be great to kind of place those you know, in the screen. Well, they were all kind of like the Vegas Strong was kind of obscured by this. The and there's going on. And there's some like dorky fat guy standing oh. off to the side looking <laughs> looking weird. I'm like, couldn't you have waited two seconds for the guy to move? <laughs> so it wasn't exactly uh, stellar. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to pay $49 for this? I don't think so. <laughs> and do you think that that stuff exists because to most people that level of mediocrity is acceptable? Probably. Or, you know, there, or it could also be being used in some sort of ephemeral format, like, like in, in news where it's going to be looked at once and then okay. nobody's going to look at it again. Okay. You know, so the key, the, critically the key news it. story there was the actual day of the event. And right. So those, right. there are like, there's about a dozen photos that were taken okay. that are just like shocking and just amazing journalistic journalistic style. yeah, yeah. Yep. but to get the rights for those it's mm -hmm. oh right it was a pretty big price tag right and they all seem to be owned by getty that's <laughs> interesting interesting yeah yeah getty wow and those were the those were the ones that you saw the next morning on the news right that they showed that were right. just those are the ones that were used yeah. there's i was taking a class once and the woman in my class she was just taking her camera i don't i don't think she had a real fancy one she went whale watching and she's like, maybe just out here in San Pedro somewhere. She went out on this boat, and um, she took this shot of some whale. She said, oh, look at the whales. And shot a whale. And apparently it was some very rare whale. And this thing went, ended up going all <laughs> over the world. NPR it was on China, Japan, the whole deal. Some, I guess we had some strange, or, uh, you know, uh, wow. rare. Yeah. 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 So the new stuff, those guys can, they can do pretty good, you know, if they get lucky. But uh, yeah. that's, that's, that's a whole other uh, discipline, yeah. that type of stuff. And you can't. I think some people can. I can't go out and say, okay, I'm going to try and get rich doing this. No. Yeah. No. And that's, I don't think I, there's, is there anywhere in photography you get rich anymore? I don't know. I don't I think really so. don't know. <laughs> I mean, I had, it was, it was funny. I took a, <clears throat> I went to uh, the Grateful Dead's 50th anniversary uh -huh. show. Um, at the end of the first set, and this, there's a bunch of these just all over Billboard magazine, and at the end of the first set, uh, Trey Anastasio, who's doing the Jerry Garcia part, is, uh, I think it's the Viola Lee Blues he was playing, mm -hmm. and he's soloing. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you know, it's a sunny day like today, mm -hmm. and clouds came in, oh. and it kind of drizzled a little bit, but then all of a sudden this rainbow just, if you're sitting where oh. I was sitting, this rainbow just kind of comes up Seriously? right over the stage. Wow. So, you know, me and everybody else, like, just yeah. start taking out their phones and just start snapping, and I snapped a whole bunch of shots, and... I posted one to Instagram, and it was instantly stolen by and reposted by, and it was reposted by like, like one of the Grateful Dead fan club or like you know fan yeah. fan sites, not fan club, but fan sites, and uh, got like twenty thousand, you know, likes like right away, and I was like, you know, hey, <laughs> and I'm like, nobody knows, nobody knows who took that, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's like I couldn't have sold that picture. Right. You know? In fact, it wasn't really that great. It was, um, 
you know, from the lights on the stage, you know, when you shoot with your iPhone, you get, I don't know if it's something with their lenses, you get that weird sort of reflection. Okay. Kind of like if you put like a, a filter on, on front of just any other Is camera Is it because lens. iPhone's sort of trying to dumb it down? For, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So they had like these, these sort of circular lights mm. over the stage. Right. And then you saw this weird circular reflection going this way and this way. Right. And so it was kind of, it wasn't that, it looked kind of cool, but it's, mm -hmm. it was definitely not a professional right shot i have a friend uh his name is um, rodney and he photographs concerts in, at red rock in colorado and um I'll probably when he comes out here i'll do a, a thing with him and um, he was saying that you know a lot of uh concert photographers having a really rough time because of you guys he says a lot of times <laughs> yeah. where they're at in the audience they can get a better shot right or as good as yeah and that for like you said if it's a magazine or something where they're only going to look at it for two seconds yeah that why pay somebody who's been doing that their whole life when they can just grab yours and... Although yeah. that would be a fun gig to be a concert photographer. <laughs> yeah, he gets to see all kinds of free concerts. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an amazing collection of um, rock and roll. Yeah. Because everybody's went through Red Rock, he shot them, you know. But, yeah, um, I always kind of wondered about that. I mean, because especially in a lot of these more poppy bands, I mean, you look out in the audience and everybody's phone's up. Yep. You know, and everybody's either shooting video or, or taking stills. Right. They tried to stop it at one time, but they just can't. You can't, yeah. No. You can't, you know, can't take, take everybody's phones away. Yeah, so it's a whole yeah. different. Yeah. But still, I mean, you don't get that great a look. The detail's not there. It's not the guy's eye that knows yeah. how to do that type of thing. But um, I was talking to this other photographer, Ray Zimmerman. He's a, a very, he's a great, he's a real photographer. He's, you know, he does, he's made us live in the photography for 30 years. And, but he happens to be one of the best skateboard photographers. And, we were talking about the whole, um, not dumbing down, but just the whole uh, devaluing of images because of things like Instagram, because right. of, you know, that, that uh, and that there's just no way that you could monetize that. Like what you did, as, as many people as it helped, and it probably put some money, probably sold some stuff for some people, you know, there's a number there somewhere, I don't know if it was a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, or, but you know, right. um, that they, they uh, once you get it for free, you don't want to pay for it. Right. Right. It seems to be a big problem. Yeah. You know. So, um, you, I'm trying Which to remember. Which is why I do it for therapy. Right. <laughs> I do, you know, I do, um, <coughs> I do some event photography. Okay. And stuff like that. And you're basically shooting an event where right. people nor won't normally, like, next week I'm going up to the state capitol and it's, it's the California Speech Language and Hearing Association's Legislative Day. Okay. So... I take pictures of people meeting with their state assemblyman, state senate, per senate member, that kind of stuff, right. as they're roaming around the Capitol. So, and it goes in their newsletter, and you know, mm -hmm. it's a nice little editorial kind of editorial kind of stuff. Uh -huh. Nobody's going to want to steal that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's you know, we'll get, so is that the key? We'll, we'll get some, we'll get some, we'll get some cool shots. But it's like you know, they're paying a day rate. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't charge them by the photo. I say, okay, I'm going to deliver so many photos right and then I do you know I'll probably take like a thousand right uh, I'll deliver I forget what number I put in there for them but right yeah it's right. a that's so. a um, that sounds like a fun job I mean let's talk about that let's talk about um, we've all done jobs for people and they feel like it's just too expensive they feel like photography is just too expensive you know oh my nephew has a 
that same camera you have, or maybe even better than yeah. yours. And he says he's going to do it, and he can do it for free. Well, and, you, you know, know, it's it's so funny because if I'll go to like a wedding, um, I'm not going to bring my camera. Right. You know, there's there's a professional photographer there. I mean, Grant, I I pretty much have my camera within a tenth of a mile of me at any given time. Okay. You know, I always pretty much have it close at hand because you never know if you're going to see something you want to shoot. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to weddings, it's like I. Just, I'm not going to step on somebody's toes. Sure. Um, I ran afoul of that when uh, a good friend, of, my wife's best friend's yeah. daughter, got married. We went to Minneapolis, and we sat in the back row. Well, <clears throat> I'm in the back row on the aisle, and I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. So I took out my iPhone, and I shot a few shots. And I just shared them with my wife, mm -hmm. and then she shared them with her friend. And next thing you know. That was like the official shot. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not what I wanted to do. You right. know, and there were, they had two, two hired photographers sure. who shot beautiful stuff yes. that day. Really yeah. nice that's a artistic field, stuff. It's totally opinion. difficult. Yeah. But it was just, I just happened to be there. So I got, I got the, you know, the, the mother of the bride, the, you know, mother and father of the bride, and I got everybody coming down. And I just mm. kind of just kept shooting them as, they, as I walked by. And it, as I'm doing it, I'm kind of going, don't feel good you doing this. It's <laughs> for you, though. <laughs> it was just for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got the bride and groom. Yeah, you know, going back down. You know, when they were done. Can't help it if you have wonderful but, eyes. You but know. I shot like it does. And it, where we were sitting, it was it was this old mansion in Minneapolis, and it had, it had rained all day, and so the clouds mm. were all nice, and so the light was just kind of. It was just really cool. Wow. I mean, it wasn't amazing stuff, but it was like. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it was so immediate, that yeah. by the time the reception had started, it was all over Facebook and... <laughs> that's true, huh? That is Because there was such an immediate... And I think that's kind of a challenge for a lot of photographers, too, is that they, they need to start delivering, especially when you're shooting an event, to be able to deliver like just a handful of images day of or even hour of that they can just pull off a JPEG off their camera and say, you know... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give it to the the client, so they can use yeah. it. Yeah, like because when I shot, people don't want to wait. Same client, my same Sacramento client. Like I you know, shot their ribbon cutting of their exhibit opening for the big convention. So it's like I literally, before I shot anything else, pulled that off the camera and yeah, sent it to the marketing person and said, hey, you know, you'll want. And this. even then, yeah. you're in competition with guys like you who are in the audience. Yeah. Or yeah. Not doing anything. Yeah, and behind you know. me there was probably six or seven people yeah. that with their with their phones and they posted it as well. Sure. Um, the difference was I had the wide angle lens on and I had this you know these giant scissors coming right at you. That's cool. <laughs> oh, like you're right there. <laughs> so you do have to kind of come up with something that's a little different than you would get with the, the, with the, the five. Yeah.